Holy cow, another whole week has gone by. Here we are again. It's Mike. And Mary. With. Mondays with Mike and Mary. Hi, everyone. We get to recap some highlights from our most recent coaching calls. Ask the experts, parade of techniques, share them with you in the hopes that they make things better for you and you share them with your friends. Yep. Why don't you go first, my dear? Parade of Techniques. Parade of Techniques comes first. I want to combine two of them. Because there were two stories that were really cool. It was sort of a theme this week. All right. About telling the universe what you want. And one was somebody got a bill for $13,000 that they had to pay. Didn't have the money. So they marked paid on the bill. Put it up in front of them. And within three days, had earned a $13,000 commission. Seriously? Yep. That's very cool. Yeah. And along with that was somebody who realized after having uh, a not-so-good first quarter in terms of income that they had stopped tithing. Oh. And rushed right out and tithed their next check and kaboom. All of a sudden... Fallen out of the sky. Deals, commissions, everything coming together. Yeah, it's when you're in, in alignment, when you're living the right life, look at what happens. When you ask for what you want, you know, what is that? You can't just assume that uh, God, the universe, whatever you want to call that thinking stuff that causes things to come to us. Oh, yeah. If you don't speak what you want, how are you supposed to get it? If you don't think about what you want. Won't God be able to guess what I want? He could read your mind. (laughs) Well, of course. Anyway. Yeah, so that's the parade this week. So tell the universe what it is that you want. You betcha. Expect that you are going to receive it. I love it. I've got a great parade of techniques, I think, too. I've got several students who took a look at their numbers and said 18 conversations required by R squared assignment isn't enough for me. Good. I need more. And so I'm increasing with my conscious mind, I'm increasing my number of conversations because that is going to result in listings and sales and more activity, more appointments. And specifically, I've got a bunch of people that are doing that and they're doing 23 and 28 and aiming for 35. And I've got a a real good group of people that are stretching beyond the minimum. But this week we heard a success story about someone who's been doing that. Went from 18 to aiming for 30 every week, not always hitting it, sometimes 25, 28. And he got a listing by calling someone that he has not spoken with in 20 years. Sold him a house 20 (laughs) years ago. 20 years. Yeah, now he sent him stuff. Uh And he's called lots of other people. But, oh, my goodness. He said, I didn't even feel guilty when I called him. I thought, I'm going to call and see if they want to move. And they did. (laughs) So call old, old leads. Do you know what it sounded like the last time he called that person? sounded like this. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) An old rotary dial, probably. Yeah, could have been. Could have been. Wow. 20 years. That's great. I bet there's some of our listeners, though, that have got people they have not called. You know, like they're, the pages are yellowed. They're on index cards in a drawer somewhere, and they've never even been put in an electronic CRM. Yeah. 
Call those folks. Yeah, how many times have we seen somebody say, well, I got to increase my calls because I got to increase my results. That's right. And it always happens. It's a great formula. You have an Ask the I Experts question? I have an question? Ask the Experts. All right. Yes. And all day I was going, hmm, is this going to be the Ask the Experts for the podcast? And the last question of the day wow. turned out to be the one I want to share with our friends. I can't wait to hear what it is. Ever since I got into real estate, I've been obsessed with becoming a multimillionaire. I want your best 10-second formula for how do I become a multimillionaire in real estate? And the answers were really good. It began with start young. Okay. Yeah, and invest. Uh, it began with use the magic of compound interest. And that's what happens when you start young. You get to use compound interest. Uh, shelter your income. Figure out ways, tax strategies, to shelter your income. Um, start your own religion. <laughs> that was tongue-in-cheek. Okay. Um, certainly buy investment properties because you're not going to Vegas and going to beat the, the casino, and you're not going to Wall Street and beat the market. We're not good about that, but we know real estate. So... How many times have we told our students, maybe once a year, you'll suggest a wholesale price and they'll say, yeah, probably we'd take it. Yeah, buy a house, buy investment properties. Wait, I'm going to insert. If you don't know what Michael just was talking about, you need to get back into the Floyd Wickman program or listen to your old audios because at session four, we teach a pricing strategy that includes that question. By the way, would you consider selling it for wholesale? And if you were to do that on every listing appointment for the rest of your career, you would be buying some properties for wholesale. Thank you for letting me add that little commercial. Go ahead. What you else mentioned. was what else were, were they suggesting? We use a self-directed IRA to fund your investment property purchases. And self-directed IRAs are a great idea. Incorporate Use the uh, principle of automatic withdrawals from your commission check. Because if you see it and handle it, you'll spend it. Yeah, there so, is that about us salespeople. Yeah. And, and all of those are wonderful ideas about how to become a multimillionaire in the real estate business. What was your advice, Michael? I had a big or. Or? Yes. Or make it your goal to be happy instead of rich. Make it your goal to raise a family successfully. Make it your goal to be debt-free. Make it your goal to make a difference. Make it your goal to serve a higher purpose. Make it your, your goal to be a good friend and a good influence and a good example. And you'll probably end up wealthy, too. That's beautiful. You're kind of in a holy kind of mood here today, aren't you? <laughs> holy mood? <Yeah. laughs> wow. What was your Ask the Expert? Well, it, it was a question from someone who lives in Seattle. And they are with a full-service company. And they had a conversation this past week with a man whose son and daughter-in-law used a discount broker. And it's one of these that's not in every city yet. Um, the way that this company is described is uh, they have 5% market share 
but they invade about 50% of real estate conversations. Mm. And they do that by putting up billboards around town saying 1% commission and, you know, they are a discounter. All right. So his question was, he was talking to this gentleman whose son and daughter-in-law used the discount company a year, a year or two ago um, in another state, I think. Uh, they had multiple offers and they ended up selling their property for $16,000 over list price. Now, obviously, we don't have enough information to really know what happened there. But his question was, how do I, how do I convince them that a full-service company is better, that I am better? Because now the father is thinking of listing his house, and he's thinking, well, why would I even go to your company? Mm -hmm. So what should, I, what should I have said to him? Now they were, you know, I, I picture them standing in the out in the front yard. I think he was door knocking or something, and so he got all kinds of good advice. You know, show your value and talk about the services and the tools that your company has. Um, and this is part of why I love to go last because you know we are trained by the Duke of Dialogue, See, right? Yes, we that are. would be Floyd Wickman. He knows all those answers, and so I'm not so smart. But this is just Wickman. And, and here's what Floyd, I think, would say to that student. First of all, you can't handle a hesitation standing in someone's front yard. You're not going to overcome the hesitation over the phone or in the doorway or um, standing at a cocktail party. So your goal then is not to try to overcome that hesitation. It's to say a couple of sentences that would get you an appointment. So that's the first adjustment to his thinking that I think needed to happen. Sure. Is it's not what you're going to say in the front yard. It's what you're going to say when you have an appointment. That's the advice he mm -hmm. got. But first, you got to get the appointment. So two things. Uh, first, my, of course, commission is negotiable. So I think if we walk around saying that, oh, yeah, that, well, that sounds like a really great experience that your son and daughter-in-law had. As you know, commission is negotiable. And then wopen, wopen, wopen. In other words, question, question, question. Probe, probe, probe. Ask. Find out more information. What are you thinking? When are you thinking of moving? And where are you going to move to? And what happened for them? And all of that stuff. Because whenever you're asking questions, you are the listener now, as opposed to, doing all the talking, trying to change someone's mind. Sure. You're much friendlier. And then I think this is the question that he needed. And maybe this is a question that our listeners could use too. Let me ask you a question. What's more important to you? How much commission you pay or how much money you walk away with? So if you knew that you could hire me and walk away with more money than hiring absolutely anybody else, would you at least meet with me? And land that appointment. It's at the appointment that you're going to prove what you're worth and show people why you are with the company that you're with, why you charge whatever the commission is that you charge. That's how you beat any competitor, whether they're an underbidder, a disruptor, uh, a discounter, or uh, anyone trying to take your commission away from you. So I hope that's a help to everyone. Yeah, and speaking of commission, yes. you don't want to miss the Master Sales Academy because we are doing commission-protecting dialogue. We are. And 
you will be a master at that dialogue before we leave. And negotiating skills, yep. which is right in that same uh, ballpark, right? And what does Floyd always say about negotiating money? Do it face to face. If you don't have their full attention, you can't handle the hesitation. And, you, and the wrong environment means you're talking to inattention, like at the door or at a cocktail party or standing in the yard, even walking around the house. No, it's seated, talking turkey with full attention. Oh, so we agree. Is, oh, yeah. Is that what you just said? Yeah, and also, <laughs> take heart, you know, in a superheated market. And how many of those have you seen? Come and go and come and go. In a superheated market, in a, in a good market, the discounters come out of the woodwork. So do the flat fee realtors, or as we used to call them, the fat flea realtors. Yes, because that works in a superheated market. Anything works in a superheated market. You know, but we're not going to stay in one of those forever. And that's why you are listening to these podcasts to help build your skill, give you a little extra dialogues. I hope you're getting some motivation and inspiration too. Mm -hmm.